You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, we are in the thick of things right now uh, with uh, the holidays here, and so today we're going to be talking about uh, preventing holiday drama with your spouse and in-laws, or I guess you could extend this to uh, outside relatives. Um, and so... To get going here, why does it seem to be so much family drama and tension around the holidays, particularly when, you know, all you hear about is, you know, joy to the world, and it, it's really supposed to be a fun and happy, joyous time of year? And instead, we're running around like crazy, like chickens with their heads cut off. Exactly. Um, but that's, that's where the problem lies right there. There's too much pressure, frankly, Steve. There's too little time to get done everything that you want to get done over the holidays. Uh, you, you seem to run out of imagination and creativity just when you need it. And, you know, you, you grab your credit card or your wallet and you go, oops. <laughs> so it's, it's a three-front too much pressure. Okay. Saying that, what's the best approach um, to a potentially tension-filled occasion while you have to visit your in-laws and you're going to the office party of your spouse and you may be even hosting your own party and not to mention perhaps other parties that your friends are throwing. Um, what, what are some things that you can do to prevent that kind of drama that may be just around the corner? Let's talk for just a second about what that drama is about. I mean, you know, these aren't ordinary events. So right there, you're going to have more pressure and more tension. These are once-a-year events, right? Mm -hmm. You know, getting the entire family together or traveling to the entire family, uh, doing the Christmas or uh, holiday office party, all that kind of thing. These are once-a-year events usually. And so in and of themselves, once-a-year events tend to have a lot more buildup and a lot more pressure attached. And so what happens is we get super extra nervous. So it's not like you're just visiting your in-laws, you know, for casual coffee or something. It's the performance, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We're usually worried sick about, you know, am I going to do it right? Is so-and-so going to get in a fight with so-and-so? And if they do, should I walk out of the room? Should I just sit there with an idiot grin on my face? You know, um, if I wear the same dress to the office party, is the office, you know what, going to look at me and make comments about that? So there's an awful lot of tension that we put on ourselves, pressure that we put on ourselves. And the bottom line is, we don't enjoy it at all. Mm -hmm. So what you need to do, and this is, I know, a long way to get to your question, Steve, but what you need to do is take a step back and ask yourself, what is the value of this? whatever it is, and or what is the benefit of it. So when you're visiting the in-laws, for example, what's the value? What's the benefit? Well, to a large extent, it's, it's good old peace on earth. In other words, it's an opportunity to be as generous with your heart and your kindness as you possibly can be with people who sometimes irritate the you-know-what out of you. <laughs> and so it, it's looking for, okay, this is an opportunity for me to really extend myself in a loving way 
to, in a sense, be my best self. When it goes to the, you know, having to go to your spouse's office party when, let's say, that's about the 400th thing on your list, is to look at the bigger picture. What value does this have for your spouse? Probably a lot. Because if you are gracious and charming and, you know, funny or whatever it is that you're your thing, then your spouse shines and therefore he shines or she shines in the light of uh, the office. Mm-hmm. And so that has a, you can, if you will, lift yourself above the tension and the pressure of, oh, my God, there's going to be these awful people and I don't know anybody and what will I say and what will I wear, to, okay, I'm doing this out of love and I will do it with my best self forward, if you will. And it's the same thing if you're throwing, you know, a, a cocktail party or brunch or whatever it is, is to stop worrying, uh, desperate housewives like, about every folded napkin or, you know, if you're the guy, the wrong bottle of wine, and instead back off and think, you know what, I'm bringing together a group of people so they will hopefully have a good time. The best I can do is bring them together and, you know, provide. After that, I just smile a lot. <laughs> because... It's really looking at it as an opportunity for people to get together and have fun. And beyond your giving a, a nice um, dinner, brunch, whatever, all you can do is sit and smile. Yeah. And and and, and it's, you know, just, just accepting that this is what you're going to do. And you do it to the best of your ability and not worry about every little minute detail. Exactly, and I think you, you've said a very important word there, Steve, which is the acceptance factor. We could even call it that. It's accept that you will do the best you can, period, end of sentence, and nobody voted you super whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be super party host, super best-dressed person at the office party, super in-law, or, you know, the other way around. Yeah. Y- you don't have to. And so it's accepting that, you know what, these are all opportunities, occasions to get together in a gracious and happy way and leave it be. Okay. And what about the tension that may arise between you and your spouse? Is there a way to get through the holidays um, without having the tension between the two of you kind of get a little out of whack? Well, let's put it this way. There's no way to get through the holidays without tension between you and your beloved. Okay. There's just no way. (laughs) There's going to be moments. But there is a way to what I call damage control. In other words, Yes, you're going to feel frustrated. He's going to feel tweaked. I mean, there's going to be moments because you're going to rub up against each other when both of you have not enough time, not enough creativity, and not enough money. So there's going to be tension. But you can remind yourself that, okay, this is just about the tension of the holidays. Let me take a breath here, and let's go to problem solving. Because quite frankly, usually it's just you're frustrated or he's frustrated over, you know, this thing didn't happen just the way you wanted it to. And so, okay, it's in the past. Take a deep breath. Now let's sit down together and figure out how can we make the best of whatever the situation is. Mm-hmm. And it's usually the, a frustration in the situation and not necessarily your spouse that you're frustrated with. They just happen to be in the line of fire. <laughs> well put. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and it is quite a line of fire. <laughs> yes, exactly. In other words, you're, you're probably frustrated over, okay, we don't have enough cash for, I don't know, so-and-so's present. And then you can turn to your spouse and think, because you yep. spent more than I thought you should on this other person. Yeah. Well, okay, a lot of good that's going to do you. Yeah. So your frustration, as you say, Steve, is more about, well, I don't have enough 
you know, for this particular present. Okay, fine. Sit down. Problem solved. Either figure out a different present or figure out another place to scrape up the cash. You know? and, and, and saying that, now what happens if, and this is a perfect example, your spouse then uh, retaliates and says something hurtful uh, to you. Um, how do you keep your emotions in check? Because this time of year, like you said, these situations seem to be more frequent where, uh, you know, things that aren't meant can be said. Yes. I know this is going to sound really odd, but it's called close your eyes, grit your teeth, and go, I love you, 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 I love you. In other words, <laughs> try to, to, in a sense, push away the, the, the thing they said because it's not really them talking. It's the frustration of the moment. I mean, it's not like you know that you're having a couple conflict over something deep and serious. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know in your in your intelligent brain that you're having a, a, a hoo-ha over this frustrating thing, and he's just launched the "well, you'd be better off without me" thing at you, you know. And then it's just try to just kind of clamp down, hold tight, take a breath, and just take that moment. Okay. Okay, you are still the man I love, the woman I love. Really, nothing's changed here. You said something pretty darn stupid, but I'm just going <laughs> to say, honey. Okay, let's maybe take a breath, take a walk. Let's, you know, try to be the peacemaker right then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you've heard, Noel, but the economy hasn't been so hot lately. No, really? Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, I got my pulse on the market over here. Oh. And uh, so saying that, a lot of people might be a little short on cash this year, and they might start feeling a little bit guilty about perhaps not spending the same amount of money that they've spent in the past on friends or family or even your spouse. You know, uh, wh- I'm, I'm so there with you, Steve. Yeah. And I think the first thing to remember is we're all in the same boat. Yeah. As a matter of fact, even your relatives over in, you know, India or or Spain or wherever are also all in the same boat. The, the recession is, is global. As a matter of fact, I just read that uh, in Japan they just issued another um, – this is going to be recorded uh, you know, a little bit before this goes live, but um, – the day before we recorded this, Japan just issued another stimulus package worth like another $75 billion or something wow. to kickstart their economy because they're afraid that it might slip back into a recession. Right, right, right. So wow. you're right. It is so, global. Yeah, it's global. We're all in it. But that being said, uh, we're still going to – I mean, I feel guilty. I can't do what I was doing a year or two years ago. So, okay. And you know what it brings to mind is you got to kick in your imagination. I'll tell you, one of the best gifts that my guy ever gave me was this calendar he made for me. And it was a calendar he made just on the computer, you know, a bunch of boxes and then a picture on top. But the picture for each month was a picture either of our dogs, of our house, or where we've been on walks together. And I cried. Mm -hmm. To me, Steve, that was the most unbelievable present he possibly could ever have given me and i don't think it cost him more than you know 10 cents in paper yeah but it was so thoughtful and i think everybody's like that i think that if you strain your brain for a bit you'll figure out something that maybe won't cost a whole bunch but will mean a a lot the world to the person and if you if you just click in on the internet and google you know how to how to come up with creative cheap presents? Yeah, uh, you'll find lots of ideas. You can you can give little vouchers. You know, this is for a shoulder massage anytime you want it. 
<laughs> I mean, it sounds Stuff like that. Yeah, it sounds cheesy, but that really is kind of getting back into the holiday spirit of things as opposed to the consumerism aspect of the holidays. Exactly. You're so right on on that, Steve. It, the holiday spirit really is about thoughtfulness, about caring about each other, that kind of thing. And so you start thinking in that vein you'll find an awful lot of things that just about anybody in your, you know, your, your spouse, your relatives, your in-laws, your friends would enjoy that will be low cost and, you know, priceless. Mm-hmm. The, so if, if my wife is listening, you don't have to spend all that money on the new car and the new TV and stuff. Just rein it in a little bit this year because I know <laughs> you want to get crazy, but it's the thought that counts. It, as, and you and you sort of see, as cheesy as that sounds, it's true. Yeah. And we know it when we look inside. It yep. is true. Yep. That calendar is still hanging on my wall, and it is five years old. Yeah. <laughs> see, and you know, and how many gifts can you say that with? So, Noel, this has been a, a terrific uh, episode. We're going to wrap things up. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Steve. Uh, you have been listening to Dr. Noel Nelson. She is a relationship expert, speaker, and author of nine best-selling books, including her most recent, Your Man is Wonderful. And you can find more on that book at yourmaniswonderful.com. Her other book that uh, recently came out is Dangerous Relationships. You can find more information about Noelle at her website, noellenelson.com. And you can also follow her on Twitter at Dr. Noelle Nelson. Uh, you can, of course, find her articles on hitchedmag.com, find her blog posts on the Married Life Network, and follow me on Twitter as well, at Hitch Media. So uh, thanks once again, Noelle. Have a happy uh, holidays. And, and uh, you as well. Thank you very much, and we'll do this again soon. And everybody listening, happy holidays to you. Take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife at home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.